Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Austin with Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four All Talk Show. I'm coming to you live from beautiful Chico, California. This is the number one sports talk show podcast show where we discuss basketball and football, relative news and updates on games, injuries, trade rumors, you name it. Definitely recaps on individual games as well. Today we are going to hit the football topics. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints for the Thursday night football game. And to be honest, it was a pretty close game at first. Then if you look at the end score, you would see that the Dallas Cowboys, let me rephrase that, my Dallas Cowboys, put a little bit of a whooping on the New Orleans Saints. Now let me preference that statement by saying this. The Dallas Cowboys were very close with the Saints in the first and even second quarter and going into halftime. So really the first half. Now what was the main difference from the first half to the second half? I believe everything just started clicking for the Dallas Cowboys. And it was mainly on the defensive end. You would think with 27 points, offense played pretty well, right? Well, let me deep dive some of these numbers. For the Dallas Cowboys, starting with the quarterback, of course, right? Dak Prescott. 26 for 40. Not great. It's okay. 238 yards. Definitely average, if not below average. One TD, one interception. If you average those stats throughout the year, you do not deserve even $100 million, let alone 200 right? But my big thing with Dak Prescott was he missed a couple throws that he definitely shouldn't have. And to me, he wasn't stretching the field enough. I think we understood that the Saints were not going to play well offensively, and we tried to run the football. But then if you look at the overall stats, we actually went away from running the football in the third quarter heavily. Now, the reason for that is Tony Pollard, seven carries, and that's it. Now, he wasn't doing the best until he broke a 58-yard touchdown run, but he did end up with 71 yards total. So for me, seven carries, 71 yards, that sounds really good. But again, he broke one huge run. He did get a touchdown as well. Now, Zeke, not the best. 13 carries, 45 yards. Didn't really see a great burst. He didn't have a lot of holes open as well. The Saints played very well run defense. CeeDee Lamb broke off a good long run, 33 yards. And Dak Prescott was actually negative three yards because they credited a run with a sack. Well, vice versa, a sack versus a run. Now, CeeDee Lamb was the best target for us with seven catches, 89 yards. He almost had an amazing one-handed grab when Dak Prescott was on the run with the pressure in his face. And Dak threw it well behind CeeDee Lamb, and he almost caught that with his offhand. He also almost caught a huge pass where it was, again, with his offhand, and he did catch it, but his feet were out of bounds. CeeDee Lamb had a couple good grabs by the by the sideline, which was really nice. And Amari Cooper, he only had two catches for 41 yards, though. But he did have a huge gain on one of his catches where it just really sparked the Cowboys. He did a good juke, 
juking away from a New Orleans Saints defender and cut it up field for some extra yards after catch. Dalton Schultz was pretty consistent as well. Five catches, 43 yards. Now he did get injured during the game. I don't know if it was a cramp or just a sprain, but we'll have to deep dive the injury reports and I'll even go into a little bit of the news today after the after the game as the news settles. And finally, you know, you, you break it down. Um, Michael Gallup also had a great game. Five catches, 36 yards, and one TD. He had an amazing touchdown. I recommend for you people that just watch the highlights because you're busy or just, I don't know, you can't sit through a whole game. Definitely check out Michael Gallup's touchdown. It was marvelous. I'm talking probably top 10 catch of the year, especially with that footwork. Now, coming from a game where... A player single-handedly lost us the game last week versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Anthony Brown performed well, very well. He had the most tackles on the team. He had nine tackles and one assist, so basically 10 tackles. He almost had an interception, and he had a couple good pass breakups. Now, I will preface that by saying he did lose us the game because he had four pass interferences. However, last week, he should have only had two of them. Those reps were crazy, and they were horrible for both teams, actually. Javon Curse had an amazing game. He had a very awesome pick. Again, probably a top 10 pick this year. You should definitely look at it. The way he got his feet down, that tip, tiptoe, toe-drag swag, as Dion would like to say. Neil had a great game. He, he made a couple good tackles. He had a very key sack. And Osa... Duwaje, I can never pronounce it, I apologize, but the young rookie defensive tackle for Dallas Cowboys, he had an amazing game with a couple of pressures, and you guessed it, number seven, Trayvon Diggs, one of the best corners in the NFL, got another interception for interception number nine on the year. Mika Parsons was all over the field. You could see how he is the blood and sweat and tears of this defense. Now, he did have a sack. He had a couple hurries. He had two tackles and three assists. He was just all over the field. He almost had an interception as well. Casey had an interception. Watkins had an interception. And let me tell you, when Watkins had that interception, he had the hands of Trayvon Diggs. And he had the speed of Trayvon Diggs. That boy was running. He had that ball, not even in ball control, which I was scared of. But he was huffing and puffing. He was like, <laughs> he was running. He was running, and he ran all the way and got a touchdown. It was beautiful. So when you add up all of that, I believe that's four interceptions for Taysom Hill. He had a very bad game. And now let me preface that by saying, when as I look at the Saints stats, st Saints stats, he he had a very bad game. Now there were some throws where I was like, damn, he was putting some zip on that ball. But he had some balls get away from him. His accuracy was not great. And individually, when you look at the stats, 19 for 41, 264 yards, which is more than Prescott, but they were down. They had to, they had to throw it all over the field. Two TDs, four interceptions. Now, those four interceptions, it wasn't like he was throwing okay throws. Three of them were very bad throws. One of them was a tipped pass, so you could... You could say that's not technically his fault. But his running, he destroyed the Cowboys running. 
11 carries, 101 yards, 9 TDs. Now, what I will say is the Saints played very well at the beginning. And the reason for that is Sean Payton was very strategic at how he was going to go at this game plan versus the Dallas Cowboys. He was going to hope and pray that that defense would shut down the Dallas Cowboys as far as their run, and then the corners would shut down the wide receivers, which for the most part in the first and first quarter in the first half, they did. Now, the Saints had a couple penalties that derailed offensive drives, but they played a very conservative, good style with Taysom Hill. I believe he started out like seven for nine or something with his passing. So, and they were very short passes, they were controlled, and they had a good game plan. But then as the game progressed, Dallas started to score more, or Dallas started to get better field goal, uh, field position. And then also when you add in the turnovers, you can't play conservative football when you're throwing four interceptions. It just doesn't work, and that's why the Cowboys ended up winning. Deontay Harris is a trouble man. He had four catches for 96 yards and a TD. That boy can fly. I wish he was on the Dallas Cowboys. And Marshawn Lattimore had a great pick uh, against Dak Prescott, and that was one of Dak Prescott's throws where I was pretty livid. P.J. Williams had a great game with tackle-wise and a sack. So, overall, I like what the Saints are doing. I think, personally, you should be starting Taysom Hill because, you know what, it gave him an odd, weird contract where he could end up making $90 million if he starts a certain amount of percentages. It's a very statistical contract. One of the weirdest contracts in NFL history, actually. But... The Saints are better with Jameis Winston. That's clear, right? So, Saints are not going to be going to the playoffs this year. But you need to see what you have in that young, athletic, very athletic quarterback. Now, for Dallas, that puts them back in the win column, right? That puts them at 8-4. and four. Well, I'm not as happy as most Cowboy fans would be for winning this game. You had to win this game. And despite what people say, oh, well, it's Dan Quinn, we might have lost the game. Dan Quinn's a previous head coach. He's fine. He got those boys ready to play. He got that defense ready to play. But for Dallas, I'm scared because we dropped a lot of those games that we should have won. We should have won against the Raiders. We should have won the week before that, right? Um, I believe they've lost like three of the last four games. Let's, let's see here. Yeah, the Raiders, you know, it was an overtime game. The Chiefs, we just couldn't score for the life of us. You have nine points versus Chiefs, 19. And then I don't even want to talk about the Falcons. I, I, After, I believe, a couple minutes in the first quarter, I actually turned off my TV. I was too mad. My blood pressure was getting too high. You know what I mean? And it was getting pretty bad out there, okay? Now, for Cowboys coming up, Personally, I believe they have a very winnable schedule, and it's almost all against the NFC East. Washington, you should be able to destroy Washington. If you are a playoff team and you do not destroy Washington, I worry about you as a team. This is their time now to shut down that run, the running team, the the teams that can run, play good run defense, and let those corners be those ball-hawking ball corners that they need to be, at least Trayvon Diggs, right? I question the rest of our secondary, honestly. Now the Giants. You're playing against Daniel Jones. Do I even have to say more? And then you hop back and you play Washington the day after Christmas. Cardinals are your real test. 
I want to see the best Dallas Cowboys coming out. I want to see the best Arizona Cardinals coming out. Because you know what? That's a playoff team. And then the Eagles always give the Cowboys trouble. But they need to win that game as well. So they have, you know, a, a respectable schedule coming up. And it favors the Dallas Cowboys. As far as uh, as far as Anthony Brown stepping up, as I mentioned, he really did uh, today. Um, well, yesterday, rather. And I personally believe he's still not the best coverage corner. He's a great tackler. Great at run defense. But his coverage scares the crap out of me. Dallas really has one good corner. So corner and secondary is an issue going into the playoffs because these good quarterbacks are going to tear the Cowboys apart and they need to figure out a way to solve that problem. But that's it for today, everybody, for my deep dive of the Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints. And I also gave some insight on what I believe will happen for both these teams going forward and what these teams should do. Dallas, for my final point, really needs to establish that run because they are better when we do that. If we're too one-dimensional and Dak Prescott cannot throw that ball around the field for whatever reason, the, the secondary, usually it's the secondary, steps up and shuts down the wide receivers or it's the pressure getting to Dak Prescott. It's ugly for the Dallas Cowboys when we're too one-dimensional. That's it for today, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Thank you very much to my fans as the season, you know, comes down to an end and the podcast year comes down to an end since we are in December. The views, the the content, the amount of countries that are listening now to our podcast has grown exponentially and I just want to thank everybody thank you fans I would be nothing without you guys literally I would have no viewers if it wasn't for my fans so thank you and have a blessed day get out there do what you love even if you have to do it on the side just do it keep going have a blessed day y'all thanks for tuning in to sports the number four all talk show follow me on all medias hit that subscribe button hit that notification button do what you do stay gold cool.